He's like, oh, how long is this going to take? I'm like, dude, this is my career. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, 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 no. And then it's like, okay, dude, we just go, can we, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm like, I'll I give mean, you five percent. This is the hard work before he visits you on set and gets to meet fucking Charlize Theron or some shit. You know what I'm saying? He's putting exactly. in the hard work now. <laughs> well, he got to actually join me on set last week. Um, One of the actors pulled out, and um, so the director asked me because I'm on this job now. The director asked me, "Hey, would your brother want to be some deadbeat dad?" I was like, uh, "Yeah, totally." <laughs> Oh yeah. yeah. He loves playing Debbie Dad. Yeah, he's perfect. <laughs> hey, what do I need? Do I need like a I don't have a resume. Do I need a resume? For, For acting? What? Yeah, I only have like a nah. I only have like a, a reel, but like a reel to all the shit I've done. Are you on LA casting or actors access? Both. But he's uh, not he's not self-taping auditions. You're you're not doing that. No, no, I'm well, just submitting. Like, what do I need to do to submit? Like, what, not what should, I, should I beef you're it up? You're not getting any bites? No, not yet. You're not getting any bites. Okay, what I think you should, uh, look at your headshots. Uh-huh. Because when I started, I just started off with headshots because I couldn't afford to put, <laughs> to put my reel on. Right. And that was enough for me. So, like, make sure you have, like, a real, one really good headshot that totally speaks for, like, what your, like, type is. Right. Yeah, that's what I would say. What do you think, Scott? I agree with, I agree with that too. I got uh, when I got new, like really, really nice, good fucking headshots. I like immediately started getting bites, and I got an agent within like a couple days. Like what? Yeah, wow. headshots are everything. It makes, then, a lot, it makes a huge difference because people like see it. They're like, "Oh, this guy's serious." Because like, it did cost a lot of money. This dude that I went to was like, "It's pretty expensive," but. Yeah, overall, it's worth it at the end of the day. Definitely worth it. Yeah. Mm, damn. Yeah, I I can recommend you. I don't know how much he is now because of COVID, but there's this guy called David Muller, mm-hmm. dude. I know I sh- him. I've been following him on Instagram for forever. Yeah. He's one of the best headshot photographers in LA. Dude, since I since I shot with him, I mean, I can shot with I've him. had so many best. auditions. I'm so surprised. Wow. No, he's phenomenal. Like I get, I audition like all the time, and I'm telling you now, it's because of his photos. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. Darren, In fact, I've booked jobs just from his photos. Yeah. This guy's good. He's yeah. How much was it? So it was 500 bucks at the time, or 550, oh. because oh. he had a special. Because then you could come in and do as many looks as you could in an hour. Uh-huh. And you best know that I got seven fucking <laughs> looks in right. in that hour. I think he was kind of a little bit annoyed. He was like, what the fuck? But, um, which is funny because I only used three photos. <laughs> the other ones don't fucking work. I have like yeah. three photos and they work for. But, um, so I don't know. Look up at his prices online, but he's super worth it, man. I'm telling you. When you have a good reel, yeah, that will, that, dude, that will help you even more because it, so how it works in the algorithm is first the people with headshots, obviously, I think you have to have a headshot for the thing, get put into a list. Then when you have a reel, you get you get bumped up. Right. So of all the people they look at, you'll be above the people that don't have reels. And right. then apparently, if you get a slate shot or something, you get bumped up even more. But I don't know, I've never done that. I shot with this dude, Daniel, I think you may have as well, Peter Canerco. Yeah. You know oh yeah, 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 I did. Yeah, How, what was your experience with with the gods? I liked him. I liked the guy. I mean, it definitely helped me a lot. Um, yeah. It's 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 been a while. 
Yeah. I probably need some new ones, actually, to be honest. Uh, me too. Peter's very good, but it, but he shoots, like, beautiful portraits. Like, I found that was the issue, I feel, that yeah, some of my reps had. They were like, this is beautiful photos, but there isn't, like, too much I can do with it. You know, like, you look great in them, and, like, this could work for, like, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> but Right, right, right. You know, like, I don't know what I submit you for. I don't know which one to use really for a uh, detective or whatever, which Muller is really good at that shit. Like he fucking gets you and you yeah. look like your photo. That's the craziest shit. Like, but he makes you look like your photo at your best day. I was concerned about that with Peter. And I remember I had, I went, I definitely went through that with him and told him like, I do need some, like, like I would like some cool looking shit just to have, but I also need like, I need to look like a guy who can just be in a, in a show. It's not, you know what I mean? Hey, so exactly. like, do you guys, you guys yeah. are picking out your looks, right? Yeah. So like, how do y'all get inspiration for that? You watch like look at the magazines or some shit or what? Pick something like, I picked a few different casual looks that are kind of like, sort of, you talk with them about your vibe and like kind of the things you're going to be going, you're trying to go out for. And then he'll, they'll, usually the photographer will kind of guide you like, a little bit like you know like bring, you bring, this, a, bring, bring a suit bring a, like a yeah, you know okay bring that kind of thing i feel like the best thing to do is to i mean what i did really and i think this also just happens because people tell you these things but you look at what actors you resemble or what kind of like vibe you have you know and then it you'll quickly see that like you'll be going out for those the same roles that those people would be going out for right so once you know that you know then you know and like try to focus on like three main things that you feel for instance you know i don't know maybe uh rich playboy um ci uh, detective rugged like very you know rugged but but gentle in the inside you know from the wrong tracks or something like that you know hey, that could be like three very specific and like you just doing you just you're not putting on makeup or nothing like that are you no i mean oh oh for the shoot oh yeah oh yeah you put on makeup for the shoot i did i did yeah i just put like it was like i mean i don't really put on even when i even when i'm on a you know like a professional shoot they normally put like some just like a little bit of doesn't um, david mueller also ice. do makeup at his photo shoots though I thought he I does but you have to hire a makeup artist which is like another 150 bucks right yeah i just did a must i just i just got a friend of mine to do it for me a little powder a little like just foundation yeah. just to make sure you have like yeah. smooth looking you know yeah right. maybe Let's under your stuff. eyes a little bit if you got like mm -hmm. i have like sometimes dark eyes make me i'm look sure you tired. could look up youtube videos like touch up, oh, yeah. up for men or something right like right that, you know we'll <laughs> just get some girl you know to help you out <laughs> right, Ask right. Liz. well everybody's Ask Liz wearing makeup you. nowadays i'm i don't even wear makeup anymore <laughs> my boyfriend doesn't like it so i said i'll stop wearing it i don't care <laughs> i thought you were gonna say your boyfriend wears it <laughs> Oh yeah, he's not wearing it. He doesn't like me wearing it. <laughs> That's funny. Welcome, Welcome to Mystery in the Radio, Radio Waves. Waves. I'm your host, Elizabeth McIrvin. Do you like Orson Welles, Jack Benny, or Abbott Costello? If you are even remotely aware of who they are, you will probably be a fan of what we have in store for you. This podcast revives classic radio plays from the 1920s to the 1970s and reimagines them into comedic parodies. You'll hear the best actors and comedians from around Los Angeles perform. 
It's such an interesting part of entertainment history that we hope to revive a little on this podcast. Just the great storytelling, not the racist, sexist crap. This week, we perform the classic radio play Student Body from the series X-1. The original air date was July 31st, 1956. After we perform the play, we get into some improv. Please welcome our main cast, Sabrina Christine Johnson, Darren Davidson, Scott Moore, Daniel Kuna, and Dorshay Middleton. Countdown for Blastoff. X minus five, four, three, two, minus one. Fire. Fire. From the far horizons of the unknown, transcribe tales of new dimensions in time and space. These are stories of the future, adventures in which you'll live in a million could be years and a thousand maybe worlds. The National Broadcasting Company, in cooperation with Galaxy Science Fiction Magazine, presents... Tonight, Student Body by F. Al Wallace. Our story in one minute. Girl. Boy. Ring. Wedding. Home. Money. Baby. Money. Education. Money. Retirement. Money. Solution. United States Savings Bond. There's a smart couple. They're looking to the future. They know how important it is to plan for the future now. With saving bonds. Emergency report to Central Colonial Service. Subject, Planet 7G63, Glade. Reporting, Dano Marin. Special assignment from Biological Control. Report consisting of standard universal tapes and special recorded comment. First segment, landing day plus one, 6 a.m., side reel meantime. Voices on tape, myself, Colonial Executive Shep Hafner, in the field, a female member of our crew. Tape commencing. Watch a step on the ramp, Merritt. It's tilted. Oh, yes. Yes, I will. I will. All right. Where are these people? Over there, a few hundred feet, beneath that tree. Well, come on, then. You know, I'm going to have to note in the log that you cleared the planet for colonization as of last night. I understand. I'm taping this now for my records. I take full responsibility for the safety of this planet. All right. But wait till you see this. Here we are. Now do you see there? In the clearing beneath that tree. Why, good lord! They haven't a stitch of clothes on, none of them. It's just what I told you. Are they alright? They're not... They're not... No, no, no. They're just asleep. You can see them breathing. (sighs) Look here, Hafner. Who gave them permission to sleep out here in the open? Shh. Don't wake them yet. I gave the permission, Mary. They've been cooped up in that ship for over six months. They want to sleep outside. And in view of your clearance, I couldn't see any reason to refuse permission. I know, I know. You were within your rights. The clothing, why? They don't even have blankets. There are 13 people sleeping around that tree and they're stark naked, all of them. Last night, you told me there was nothing dangerous on Glade. Do you still think so? I know so. I had the complete biological survey. Does your survey account for anything like this? You know it doesn't. That's what I thought. Okay, now you've seen it for yourself. 
Let's wake them up and get them back to the ship. No, wait. You better wake them up one at a time. This will be embarrassing enough for them as it is. Yes, I suppose you're right. Well, we'll wake the nearest one first. Yes, uh, well, here, take my jacket. Cover her with it before you wake her. All right. Wake up, Aethel. Mm-hmm. All right, Aethel, wake up. It's Executive Hafner. What? Oh, what is it? I am sorry, Aethel. Something has happened. Oh, my clothes, my my bl- my blanket, everything's gone. Now, now, be careful. Don't, don't wake the others. Oh, oh yes, the others. By good heavens, they're all that way. Aethel, just go back to your cabin on the ship. Everything is all right. We'll explain it to you when we have the others safely back. Well, I feel so, so foolish. How could this happen? What's the meaning of this? Now just get back to the ship. Your clothes back there are perfectly safe. Yes. Yes, all right. I, well, thank you. Hmm. You told her we'd explain it later, Hafner. You think we can? That's your job, isn't it? I mean, this planet is as new to me as it is to you. You're the biologist. What destroyed the clothing? It would have to be something that could destroy both blankets and clothing without waking the people. Nocturnal insects? Ordinarily, I'd say that was a distinct possibility if it weren't for the fact our surveys so no evidence whatsoever of any such insects on Glade. Your survey could have missed them, couldn't it? I mean, not if they existed in any great quantity. And besides, if insects were the answer, there should be some kind of evidence of them right here in the area where Athiel was lying. Certainly, one or two of them would be crushed when she rolled over in her sleep. Well, that sounds reasonable. I mean, now look for yourself. There's absolutely no sign of anything at all here. Well, what about some chemicals, some vapor oozing from the ground? No, no, no chance at all. I'd rule that out completely. Then what? Well... There's the tree itself. I suppose it could exude some sort of chemical that might dissolve cloth, but I can check that in the lab. We better arouse the rest of these people and get them back to the ship. No, wait, wait, wait. What? What is it? It's it's some some kind of animal. Hmm? Just caught a glimpse through there. Ah, yes, there it is. Yes. Yeah, you see behind that bush? Yeah, looks almost like a chipmunk. Yes, and he's feeding on something. Why, it, it looks like a piece of cloth. Baron, do you think that- shh, shh, he doesn't hear us. We'll just ease up to him now. Closer, closer. Now! You got him! Why, you, ah, you little devil. Watch out, Mare. he's got sharp teeth. <laughs> You're telling me. Easy, easy there, boy, easy. Yeah. Yeah, you like to have your head stroked? Aw, yeah, sure you do. That's a good boy. Arming down. Yes, look at that. Ah, he's nestling in the crook of my arm. Ah, almost like a kitten. The animal was a small furry mammal resembling an Earth-type rodent. Its overall length is 14 centimeters. Weight, 512 grams. Fur, stringy, sparse. Color, light beige indicating no particular protective clothing. This animal was placed in a special cage in a biological laboratory aboard ship for the study. Next tape, landing date plus two. Can we exterminate it? Uh, no, it's quite a job. How about locally? Hardly. 
it's ecologically basic. But look, you know how control works. They send a survey ship over and record the neural currents of the animals. They get everything that has a brain, including insects, and then they take a few specimens to check out the patterns. Now, here's the report on Glade. The survey shows that this animal is only one of four species of mammals on the planet. So if we kill them off here, others will swarm? Yeah, yeah, that's about it. Hmm. There are probably millions of them around this planet. Of course, if you want to put a barrier across the connection to the mainland, you might be able to wipe them out locally. Look, Marin, I've got a tight schedule. By the way, what do, what do they eat? Well, as far as I can see, anything. Insects, fruit berries. You could call it an omnivora. Now that our clothing is handy, it eats that too. I thought our clothing was supposed to be vermin-proof. Well, it is on 27 planets. On the 28th, we met up with a little fella that has a better digestive fluids. That's all. Hey, he's eating the leather belt right now. Yeah, are they likely to bother the crops we plant? Well, they shouldn't, but you know, then I would have said the same thing about our clothing. All right, Mary, you worry about the crops. Find some way to keep them out of the fields. Biological examination of omnivora posed this question. Why only four species of mammals on clade? No reptiles and only a few birds. On all comparable planets, a large variety of species. Nearest Earth parallel fossil remains from the latest Carboniferous show creatures like the omnivora, but on Glade, there appears to be no further evolution. Next tape segment, L plus 22. Place, temporary warehouse. Quartermaster Crone and myself. There you are, Mr. Marin. They got in every seed sack and barrel in this part of the warehouse. <laughs> what makes you think it's mice? Oh, look, I've worked in grain elevators for 30 years in Kansas. Look at the way that sack is gnawed. Look over there, droppings. Well, it's not exactly... I know, I know. So they're a mice-like. I want to know how to get rid of them. Have you tried poison? You tell me what poison to use and I'll use it. They got into a 100-pound sack of arsenic and went through it like it was whipped cream. Well, how did they get in? It's a fused dirt floor, isn't it? Yeah, it should be pest tight. But see, there are cracks along here. They must have borrowed through. They were loose in here and we don't have time to build another warehouse. They've got to be controlled here. Well, I'll catch me a few of them alive and see what I can do. Next morning, a dozen live specimens of mice-like mammals were delivered to the lab. No two of them were affected by the same poison. The poison developed to control the omnivore was completely ineffective. Alternate discussed with Executive Hafner and Machinist Tully of Computer Engineering. Next tape, L plus 24. Hafner, Tully, and myself. I tried it out yesterday, Mr. Hafner. I think I've got all the bugs licked out now. Tully, I don't want any more metal used than is necessary. This isn't standard authorized equipment. You're not dealing with a standard authorized problem. Are you ready to activate the device? Sure thing. Here, help me get it down from this assembly bench, down on the floor. All right. There you go, kitty. Now, what do you think of her? A robot cat. Well, I still think we need at least three of them. Mr. Merrick. Inventory on colonial expeditions is always short. All right, Tully, show us how this mechanical mouse catcher operates. You better get out of the way, Mr. Marin. If you've touched any of the mice in the lab, she will go for you. She reacts to smell as well as sight and sound. All right, Tully, start her up. Aha, all right, kitty. 
go ahead and have a good time. Well, I mean, she she moves like a cat. You know, I wouldn't bet a plug nickel on any mouse in the same warehouse with that baby. Robot cat device proved relatively successful in warehouse one. Road damage held below danger margin. Next tape, L plus 37. Tully, Hafner, myself. I can't salvage it, Mr. Hafner. Just, just look at that. That skeleton was chrome steel. Now it's bent. The skin was duraplastic. And now it's, it's cut to ribbons. The computer parts are all smashed to bits. How do you account for it, Tully? Well, look around the poor thing. You had me build it for mice. These things weren't mice. They're, they're a good foot long. They, they just outnumbered him, that's all. You examine these dead animals, Marin? Not closely. Well, you'll find your mice have grown. They ganged up on the cat. They aren't supposed to be any rats on Glade, are there? Well, there weren't supposed to be any mice either. What are you gonna do? We'll have to build another warehouse. Two foot thick fused floors. Wait, 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 wait a minute, Mr. Hafner. To do that, we'll have to stop all the other construction. The atomic generators won't- I mean, why not build more cats? You weren't here when we opened the doors, Mary. The warehouse was swarming with rats. Tully, how many robot cats would we need? Five? Fifteen? We don't even have enough parts to build more than three. If we need more than that, we'll have to rob the computer in the spaceship. And that's one thing I refuse to do. The spaceship is our only link with Earth until the next wave in two years. All right, then, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll floodlight the supplies at night. We'll post a guard with half-charged rifles until we can move to the new warehouse. That'll take about 10 days. Meanwhile, our fast crops are ripening. It's my guess that the rats will turn to that for food. Mr. Hafner, it's against regulations to release any cold storage animals on a planet until after a complete investigation. That takes 10 to 20 years. This is an emergency. I don't want to be responsible for another rabbit infested Australia. Or that planet in the Centauri system that the snails took over. Merritt, I'll take that responsibility. You're recording now, aren't you? Yes. All right. If that isn't authorization enough, I'll put it in writing. Well, the beast I've got for this job won't be any good against rats this size. You've got hormones. Use them. Dead rats were gathered and frozen for further study. Observed animals, a wide variation in size. Internally, a lack of uniformity in organs. Some specimens had huge fangs and delicate jaws. Others had tiny teeth and massive bone structure. Obviously, the most scrambled species ever encountered by a biologist. Reproductive cells were especially baffling. Proceeding with hormone treatment and cold storage of animals. Next tape, L plus 39. Lab technician, FE on myself. First one is coming out of it, Mr. Marin. Yes, that makes 85% viability. That's not bad. Uh, uh, all right, all right, fella, now. Take it easy, take it easy. Aw, <laughs> uh, he's a cute little fella. Yes, but he's tough. That's a wired-haired terrier. They're small, but they've been used for ratters since the Middle Ages. Hmm, do you think he's nearly ready for the hormone course? I think so. All right, first pituitary injection. Ready, all right. Now, this is going to hurt just a little, fella. Oh, yes. A dirty trick, isn't it? Jabbing you with a needle when you're fresh out of the deep freeze. But don't worry, little fella. You'll be glad you had it. 
We stand a better chance against those rats when we work you up to the Great Dane size. L plus 50, artificially enlarged terriers loosed in the fields of the fast crops. Following tape, field of observation of terriers. Executive Hafner and myself. How long have they been at it, Mary? Um, since daybreak. I have to bring the dogs in at night and shoot them full of antibiotics. Will the dogs last? Well, this crop will be harvested in about a week. We'll make that. Then, there'll be two weeks to rest up before the next fast crop shows the ground. I think we've got the racks licked for a while. Well, when you get a chance, you might ask some of those PhDs in Central how they happened to hand us a survey and forgot to give us a few details like mice and rats. Well, I've been checking on that, Mr. Hafner. I don't think there's any doubt when that survey was made before we landed, there weren't any mice and rats on Glade. Then where did they come from? How did they get there? I don't know, but we're going to have to find out. By a field trip with Biological Survey Officer Whitehead. Tape L plus 63 in the field. Geological Survey Vehicle. Whitehead, myself. You think you got troubles? Can you read a sonar map? Nope. Here, look. See this scope? It reads straight down about 10 miles. I'm supposed to be out looking for oil shale, but I got kind of interested in this. Look, first few feet down, you can find fossils. After the first few feet, that's about 20,000 years. There are no fossils until you get way down here. That's about the same as late Carboniferous on Earth. Then you get the fossils again. It doesn't figure. But isn't that usual? Changes in geological eras? You don't get it, man. I'm not talking about eras. I'm talking about years. Straight down from here, 20,000 years ago, this was a desert. And then, three years later, it was a jungle. Five years after that, there was a glacier. Earth normal would be 50,000 years or more for a change like that. Huh. Well, what caused it? You got me. Fluctuations in the sun, I don't know, but talk about changeable weather, this planet really has it. Based on accumulated data, theory developed regarding mammalian life on planet Glade. Tape L plus 65. Place, temporary headquarters of Executive Hafner. Marin, I've got a lot of work to clear up this morning. I thought you might like to know where the mice came from. They don't bother us anymore. I've also determined the origin of the rats. They're under control. I wonder if they are, Mr. Hafner. What do you mean? Mr. Hafner, I checked this with Whitehead. Between 100 million years and 20,000 years ago, this planet was changing violently and quickly. The first change wiped out the dinosaur, just the way it did on Earth. kept on changing. Desert, glacier, jungle, all this within the span of a single mammal. For one million years, this was the norm of existence on Glade. I've checked the geological survey. The planet is stable now. Well, that's not what I'm getting at. The point is, survival was difficult. Only one species of mammals managed to come through. Now wait a minute, Marin. There are four species ranging in size from squirrel to a water buffalo. One species. They're the same. If the food supply for the largest animal increases, some of the smaller so-called species just grow up. Conversely, if a food becomes scarce in any category, the next generation, which apparently can be produced almost instantly, 
switches to a form which does have an adequate food supply. The mice? The mice weren't here when we got here. They were born of a squirrel-sized omnivora. And the rats? Born of the next largest size. After all, we are the environment too, and they adapt to the environment. Let me get this straight. The mutations? On Earth, it would be a mutation. Here, it's merely normal evolution. These animals have no genes or chromosomes. I don't know how they pass down heredity, but they react to external conditions far faster than anything we've ever encountered. They will never be free from these pests. Unless, of course, we rid the planet of all animal life. Yeah, you mean with radioactive dust? That won't work. They've survived worse. Well, maybe we could leave the planet. Leave it to the animals. I... I could exercise authority under Clause 364. It's too late for that. We sent back the specimen ship. The animals are on Earth, too. But the specimens were in cages. Yes, but the next generation will be small enough to get out through the bars. They'll be running free from the cargoes of spaceships. They'll land on Earth, and the first thing you know, a new mutation of rats will appear. They won't have any reasons to connect it with the specimens from Glade. They won't be able to vermin-proof every building on Earth. Nope, gotta stay here. We've gotta study the animals here and find out how to beat them, if we can. Next tape, L plus 83. Place, field outpost. Quartermaster Crone, Hafner, and myself. I saw it, Mr. Hafner, I saw it. Are you sure? There. You see that tree? No, 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 the big one. The white flowers? That's the one. I saw it behind there. Can you describe it? Oh, I didn't get a good look at it. That's it! That's what I heard! Sounds like a tiger. I've heard them like that in India. You watch right by that tree. Look out! It's heading this way! Give me that rifle! Hurry up! Shoot! Shoot! Try it again! That... <laughs> that got it. Come on, come on. Let's take a look. Now look out. Might still be alive. No, no. I hit it square with the second charge. What in the devil is it? That's a good eight feet long. What do you make of it, Mary? <sighs> well, except for the lack of markings, it closely resembles a tiger. Those claws. We chase the rats out of the warehouse. They go to the fields. We hunt them down in the fields with dogs. And they breed tigers? Well, that's easier than rats. We can shoot tigers. Wait a minute. We've been here less than three months, Mary. The dogs have been in the fields only two. And the and that tiger's mature. How do you account for that? I'm not sure, Mr. Hafner, but. I imagine if the survival factor is high, the young don't ever have to be young. What? They can be born as fully functioning adults. Development report, mice under control, field rats under control by terriers, tiger-like mammals under control with searchlight and rifle. Additional complication, the original animal developed an appetite for her electrical insulation. There's no protection except to keep the power on at all times. The last tiger light animal was seen at L plus 130. After that, the attack ceased. By L plus two years, the animal seemed to have been controlled in all its forms. However, three months before the next colonists were due, a new animal was detected. Food was missing from the fields. Dogs were useless. The animals seemed to roam the fields and the dogs did not attack. Patrols were unable to find the animal. Tape L plus two years, Hafner, Engineer Tully, myself.
Now here's the way I'm rigging it up, Mr. Hafner. Whatever it is, it spotted the photoelectric cell ray. So I've worked up an alarm that reacts to body radiation. You sure the animal won't spot that? Well, I'm burying it in a field, then we'll move the visible alarms to another field. All right, Tully. As soon as the alarm goes off, notify Mr. Merritt and me. Do you understand? Yes, sir. Just as soon as the alarm goes off. L plus 215. L2 plus 15. Radiation alarm sounded. Place, field station. Hafner and myself. Look out where you're walking, Mary. We don't want to scare it away. Well, there are dogs in that field, aren't there? Well, there were supposed to be, but they didn't bark. Quiet. There, there it is. See? See it? Huh? It's in between the rows. Look out. Look out, give me a clear shot. No, 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 wait a minute, don't shoot. Look, Mary, I'm the executive here. I say it's dangerous. Yeah, dangerous. That's why you can't shoot. It's more dangerous than you know. Quiet, quiet. It'll hear you. Now we're downwind. Now, listen, listen, Abner. This is important. I don't want any lecture now, Mary. I don't want to lose the shot. You've got to listen. That animal could evolve mice. We stopped mice and it brought rats. We turned back the rat and it provided the tiger. All right, we stopped the tiger. No, not really. There was another animal being formed. The one that's in that field now. It took the animal two years to, to create it. How, I don't know. A million years were required to evolve it on Earth. I He's moving away, Mayor. I'm going to shoot. Don't shoot. We can't destroy the animal. It's on Earth now and on other planets. We've never been able to get rid of our own rats. How can we exterminate this animal? All the more reason to start now. Get down and give me a clear shot. No, no listen, listen. Are their rats better than ours? Will their bees swim or ours be stronger? Or will the two make peace, unite, and interbreed? It's not impossible. Don't you see? After the tiger day, they bred this thing. If we shoot it down, what'll come next? Look at it. Stating erect, opposable thumbs, binocular vision, a large brain capacity. This one, I think we can compete with. It's the one after this that I don't want to face. Marin, Marin, it must hear us. It's looking this way. Look at it, Hafner. He's holding his hands up to show us he's got no weapon. Drop your rifle. Are you sure? Drop your rifle. He's, he's coming this way. He's got one of those white blossoms in his hand. Yes, yes, it, it, it must be a sign of peace. Why, it, it looks almost like a man. I wonder what's inside that body. I wonder what's inside that head. You have just heard X-1, presented by the National Broadcasting Company, in cooperation with Galaxy Science Fiction Magazine, which this month features Verbal Agreement by Arthur Sellings, the story of an unsuccessful poet who was forced to ask what it was the aliens could want that was half as precious as the skins they wouldn't sell. Galaxy Magazine on your newsstand today. Tonight, by transcription, X-1 has brought you Student Body, a story from the pages of Galaxy, written by F. Al Wallace and adapted for radio by Ernest Kinoy. Featured in the cast were John Reddy, Bob Hastings, Kate Wilkinson, James Stevens, Charles Carruth, 
and Merrill E. Jones. Your announcer, Fred Collins. X-1 was directed by Bob Marr and is an NBC Radio Network production. Suppose you met a man in a tavern and he told you quite seriously that he wasn't a man at all, that he was the last Martian left alive. Well, that's what happens to a newspaper reporter next week when he is sent out on what appears to be a routine crank story. What happens next, though, is very far from routine as the interview leads to a whole succession of astonishing events. The story is The Last Martian by Frederick Brown next week on X-1. The Fisher Body Awards to teenagers will be made tonight on the NBC Radio Network. That was cool. Dude, even that last part, like for a second, I wasn't going to have you read like next week's story, but that setup was so interesting. I was like, oh, that could be inspiration for a scene right there. A news reporter at a bar meets the only alien on earth. Is that what the description was? <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's a Men in Black. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You gotta yeah. wonder if Men in Black was inspired by these kinds of things. Of course. Oh, yeah. it, was, it was a comic book, right? Uh, yeah, I don't know if it was a comic book before. Was it not? Maybe I'm thinking something else. Yeah. I think it's a comic book after the movie, I think. Gotcha. But I'm not sure. Neither. Men in Black? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Was that a comic book before? I'm sure Google could tell us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about Googling it, but <laughs> probably. <laughs> I don't know. Some things are just you'd rather just be curious about it than actually look at it. I know. Google's kind of ruined that, hasn't it? Yeah. You know, it's just like, oh, Google it. <laughs> I find that very helpful. I don't care about <laughs> I mean, I definitely use I it. I use it all the time. <laughs> I use it nonstop. Nonstop. I use Google. Sometimes I stop and be like, man. We really just have everything at our fingertips. So I love yeah. it. Yeah. It brings more knowledge, immediate knowledge. Yep, I did sure. actually have that thought right before the podcast because I was listening to the song on the radio that Drake used a sample of the original song. And I'm like, oh, what is that original song? I like it so much better than Drake's version. And I just typed in, and I barely even typed in the lyrics, and it was all misspelled. But Google brought it right up. Here, it out. Here you go, bitch. Here's the song. This is <laughs> song I was listening on to the radio. Here you go. I'm all in. Instantly, within seconds. <laughs> Did anybody? Does anybody use Shazam? Shazam? Yeah. Remember yeah. that? Yeah, I oh, still yeah. use Shazam. The towel? Oh, no. Shazam. Like you, Shazam. Like- wow. <laughs> no, no, not sham wow. I'm thinking of sham wow. <laughs> I, thought, I, thought, I thought you said Shazal. Oh, I was like, hmm. wait, no. what are you talking about? What is it? Shazam, it's an app that if you don't know the song, you. Um, oh, oh, yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. I used it, I don't know, maybe like the first year it came out and then I kind of just got bored with it. Right. I feel like everybody did, like, all right, I don't really I, use this. I use it when I'm in Uber. I want to know what song it is. And I'm like, I want to know what song this is. I'm like, all you got to do is type in like just a lyric and Google to find it. Yeah. When you first got an iPhone, I feel like everyone, it was like one of like four apps where it was like, look how cool this is. You got Shazam. Yeah. 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 But wait, what were the other ones? Uh, Flashlight app. 
Uh, oh, dude, I was no. excited about the flashlight app, actually. I was like, oh my God, there's a, a flashlight on my phone? That's so cool. <laughs> flashlight app? I do remember that. <laughs> or just having That's the funny. ability to use, use a flashlight on a phone like that, you know, because I had flip phones, like the Razer flip phone for a long time. The Razer was rad. Great, great phone. I know. Kind of want one to, I kind of want to go back to a flip. I know. Like, why can't we go back to old phones? Why is it like socially yeah. weird? No. People just look at that doesn't work on them as well. I hung on to my Blackberries for a long time, but then like the app stuff just didn't keep up. That's the issue. Yeah. And I mean, like, we have so much. I mean, this thing is this is a whole personal thing. Like, it needs oh, to be this big. Yeah, it Working, needs to be that big. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. It can't be flipping. But I actually really don't like having a computer attached to a phone. Like I seriously think all the time, I'm like, if everybody else did it, like, and we had home phones again with answering machines, <laughs> I'd, be I'd be so down for that. I'd be down for that yeah. too. Yeah. It's, it's, it's I try to, annoying. I, really I try to set up my phone as much as like, like I'm the worst. If you text me, I get back to you at like the end of the day, you know, unless it's something really important. Otherwise I just, yeah. See, that's the thing. Like, if it's really important, somebody's going to fucking call you. you yeah, know exactly. That? Yes, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I just, yeah. Maybe we should like start a petition and like get this out there. I really, I want this to happen, you guys. <laughs> I'm yeah. so tired of my phone. I am not on board with this at all. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I'm sure the generation below us uh, would not be for it either. It They're is like, 2021. About, like, I like, need to quit playing. <laughs> y'all want to go back to dial up too like running it fucking cord through the fucking house to a fucking um phone jack oh right. yeah i remember waiting that. all that bullshit hey no the way. internet's not working who's on the phone who's using yeah. the phone my internet stopped do you remember yeah. do you remember floppy disks yeah all that yeah of course so i like, had, like floppy disks there was i Those had this cool. bear game it was the best like you just pop Actually, before that, even I used to write messages to my mom because she'd come home like super late. And all the computer could do was put it, was use floppy disks, or you could type code, I guess. I don't even know what it was. And I would just write, it was like in green still. Oh, old. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was cool though back in the day. That was like, it was like the one though. Dude, the only thing that killed me was waiting for a web page to load. Like <laughs> I would literally wait like five minutes for one goddamn MySpace page to load. And I'm just like, <laughs> they were I know. I know. That's so funny. But no, nah, let's go, let's go back. That's what y'all said. Let's go back. <laughs> the, phone, the phone's Darren. Because for I don't be carrying around a phone with me that I have to check all damn day. It's specifically the phone. I hate the idea that someone could you know, you have to like you're kind of beholden to people it's like well, sometimes i just you know like where are like you what's up time what's, isn't what, what, yours anymore especially. leave me alone yeah. <laughs> you yeah. don't well, have what? to you don't have to reply <laughs> and i don't but there are but all then these people get all people get all pissed you know? i know people get all annoyed they're like yeah. oh well i it's guess like, not i'm like they're like offended it's like that i'll get back to you in a minute well because it's not really about like you know, if we have the time to reply to people, it's if we think that it's worth it to reply. Yeah. A lot of times I'll reply in my head. 
and be like, you know, I'll be like, oh yeah, I, I respond in my head and, yeah. and I'll forget that I need to actually type it out. Like I'll be doing something else like, oh yeah, for sure. And then so, put it down and then forget. Yeah. So, so now you just want passive aggressive voice, uh, voice answer machine messages. You want exactly. Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. Exactly. I want five voicemails from my mom saying, where the fuck are you? No, not and voicemails, not voicemails, not voicemails, voice messages It's on a tape. Oh, I do that all tape. I do that much more than text actually nowadays. Like I just voice message if I can, I'll way rather voice message. Yeah. Uh, all right, you guys, should we talk about the play? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was so cool. Wait, I liked did it. They like mutate into humans by the end of it. Am I understanding? It, say, it yeah, seems so. like it. I think so. Yeah. I was also, so confused the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I was too. But it also yeah, seems like they so. became aroused <laughs> at the end too. That, that was the thing. Wait, who what? became aroused? Hafner and Hafner and Mirren. Yeah, that they, they were like, like, let me oh see what's God. in that body. Let's see what's in that <laughs> head. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I did. I did see you laugh though when when they say we should arouse the rest of them or something. Right. <laughs> so, I was like, what? Darren wants to laugh. <laughs> yeah, because Sabrina, do you know what happened at the very beginning? The very beginning was fucking weird. Was the very beginning like everyone was naked, naked. and they like? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. and then two men found them and were like, "Oh my God, where are their clothes?" <laughs> and then decided to wake up a woman first and yeah. <laughs> be like, "Don't wake <laughs> anybody else up. It's embarrassing." Like, <laughs> yeah, so odd. And then, yeah, I feel like I know what happened in the beginning and the end, and then the middle is just like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> the middle I was, I-, I feel like, just experiments and them just like, yeah. trying to figure this out, okay, like yeah. just a lot of open-ended question kind of things. Right. Yeah. And then it became that they sent those creatures to Earth. So now they were like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, what are we going to do? They sent it to Earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they were like, oh, shit. Well, we got to figure out how like, to get rid of these things now. Oh, my yeah. God. Like, once they yeah. figured out that they were mutating, like, super crazy fast, they were like, oh, shit, like- we actually just sent a bunch of them to Earth. Um, it's like that evolution about. movie. Do you remember that evolution movie from the 2000s? Yeah, I what, do. Was it what was it called? <laughs> it's called evolution. Called, it was called it's evolution. evolution. Yeah. Hey, the funniest part of that movie <laughs> is when the alien gets in that black dude's leg and they, like, it's moving up to his penis. He's like, take the leg, take the leg. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't know this yeah. movie. Who is oh, it? Oh, it's great. Oh, um, like cool people. David Duke Wilson. Orlando that- Jones. Yeah, there it is, Orlando Jones. Okay. It was like Mad TV people with uh, Julianne Moore, Sean William Scott. Oh, it's shit. funny. It That's was good. definitely, yeah, it was definitely like one of those underrated movies. Yeah, I think it did. Didn't it do pretty well though when it came out? I remember, oh, no. like, I remember it being kind of a big movie. I, I think I'm, I, I conflate the two. I conflate that with Eight-Legged eight Freaks. I kind of think oh, they came out yeah. at the same time. So yeah. I kind of, like, yeah. in my head, they're kind of the same. Yeah. David Arquette. Do an yeah. alien going under the skin in somebody's leg. That reminds me of the mummy. The with mummy. The bugs. 
going underneath the skin. Oh my god, that haunted me for like years. It was so creepy. For what? What is this? I love the mummy. Uh, do you don't remember the mummy? Oh, With- I love. Oh, that was one of my. That was one of my favorites. The first yeah. one was. Yeah, so, that was a classic. I so love. So good. I don't care what anybody. Did they just take Brendan Fraser out the movie? Yeah, he got too fat. Well, they also did like spinoffs, like one yeah, looks like terrible, the Rock man. being like the Scorpion King or some yeah. shit. Right. Well, they they did yes. the Mummy, the Mummy Returns, then they did the Scorpion King, yes. and then they rebooted it with Tom Cruise, yes. which is like no, no, they, really? They did, oh my no, they god! They did another one. Even. That. They did a third Mummy as well, and okay. then they rebooted it with Tom Cruise, and then the reboot was like. Apparently terrible. Right. I never saw it. It was supposed to launch an entire like whole franchise, like franchise <laughs> of you know like Frankenstein and the the mummy. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, yeah. like all that oh, the swamp thing, all that shit. Well, you know why Wait, it didn't work is because so Brandon Fraser worked in that role and we loved him in that role and they don't need to redo it. He killed it already. Yes. So and Rachel Weiss. Like they just took him out. Like he's like he's not big enough. The Rock's big, so <laughs> it becomes the Rock show now. I don't know. It don't depends know. on to your, who you're talking to. I mean, the Rock wasn't big when he was when he was a Scorpion. Yeah, game. he was. Well, like, he was just was becoming it. Yeah, he was like he was becoming super big. Yeah, I remember seeing the trailers for that. I'd be like, oh, he's in movies now. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. movie remake was so bad. They they scrapped the entire universe idea. It was like this Did big you- thing. So they were going to do it? a monster match universe or something? Yes. Yeah, exactly. yeah. They're going to be like, like Dracula, exactly Frankenstein, all that shit. It was supposed to be called like the the DC or yes, some kind dark of cinematic universe. dark universe. There it is. Yeah, dark, the dark universe. universe. Yeah. Dark universe. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's how bad that was. Damn. Yeah. They just I didn't see it. Threw it I didn't out. see it either. I'm not going to waste my time. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Passes. There's so many movies I don't look at now. I still haven't watched Justice League either. And yeah, I won't. Yeah, no, I didn't watch it either. I didn't watch it either. And yeah. I haven't watched any Spider-Man past Tobey Maguire, except for the cartoon one, because it's fucking amazing. Yeah, that was so good. Yeah, love that one. I'm yeah, in the weird... I'm in the... I kind of liked The Amazing Spider-Man 2, but everyone hated it, so what do I know? For uh, what Andrew Garfield doing? Yeah, the se- I really liked the second one. I thought it was cool, but mm-hmm. everyone hates it. I don't know if I saw it. Everybody yeah. hated the third Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire, the Venom one. Oh, but yeah, I love that, that was... one. No, oh, I love boy. that one. <laughs> I will fight you on it. Fight me. Okay, well, we're gonna fight. <laughs> I'll fight you because that was it was terrible. Why was it terrible, Daniel? <laughs> Explain why it was terrible. Oh my god, that whole dance thing that he became when he becomes everybody emo. says that. What's wrong with his <laughs> dancing? Why? Well, no, why was he emo all of a sudden? It was just stupid. Because he had the evil side, man. I don't know. <laughs> Spider-Man movies always had an element of comedy to me. Like that was not the first time. Yeah. Comedy. So yeah, Tobey Maguire's such a nerd, and then they made him like an emo nerd. It was just like <laughs> it's just too much. I you thought know. it was hot at the time. I'm like, ooh, look at hot? Him with eyeliner. Yes. Oh, I feel like okay. if you have Deadpool, you don't need Spider-Man. They're both <laughs> kind of the same characters. They both just like a smart alley um, superhero. Yeah. Except for Deadpool's funnier. What do you think of the newest <laughs> one, though? The newest Spider-Man. Which one? Um, 
Into the Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Oh, I haven't seen any. I'm not really a Spider-Man fan. I like him. I think he's. I think he's a good Spider-Man. There's. A, there is a new one coming. With Tom Holland again. Yeah. Mm. Me. I would only see it because Zendaya is in it. There's a certain yeah, like diminishing it. marginal utility to those Marvel movies. The the more they make, the the like each unit of pleasure I get out of it, it's smaller. It smaller. gets smaller because <laughs> it, it, it was almost like you like you loved it when it was just a cartoon or a comic book. It was yeah. so much better just being a cartoon or a comic book. Like I don't need to see this shit in live action. And there's so many more coming up. Have you guys been watching One Division though? No. no, I really okay. want to see that. Actually, I've, I've heard been li- about it. Yeah, I've been liking it. It's 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 very experimental and kind of. I like that kind of stuff. Yeah, I like it actually. Yeah, maybe give maybe give it a watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and I liked Wonder Woman, even though everybody hated that. Oh God, the new this one was so bad. Why was Every- it bad? What? Everybody read it. I saw that some of the so Wonder too, and I liked it just more than I thought I would because I really don't like. So many, uh, Sabrina, finish it. You will like it. I promise you. She just, yeah. she just stole that guy's body. The other guy it just took somebody else's body, and then Who, it was like, Kate oh well. Was it Kate or what? <laughs> what? No, 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 no. no, Kristen Wiig. Kristen Wiig. Sorry. I mean, yeah. Chris Wonder Pine. Woman. Chris Pine just steals yeah. somebody else. Some, it's a, it's a fantasy story, Daniel. It's no, a, who cares? The point is, it was in the 80s, and that's a lot of fun outfit choices, which is what exactly, I enjoy. Exactly. They do a, they they do do a fashion it. montage in the middle of it, which I appreciate. Did they really? Oh, I didn't see that. really did, actually. It was so it real did a fashion montage with music and everything, like a little rom-com. It was cute. That's very fun. Well, I liked very the first one. I liked the first one. I, I just actually- thought the second one was a joke. I've been going around town actually pitching a uh, spinoff movie where it follows the guy that got replaced by Chris Pine in that movie. And it, it's about his PTSD and how he like eventually commits suicide because of how fucked up it was. That's pretty Chris nice. Pine just <laughs> that is a hilarious sketch <laughs> idea. That's a good idea. Really should write that actually. That's fucking. Hilarious. I mean, think about it, dude. The guy wakes up. He's like, I've been in fucking coma for like two weeks. What the fuck just happened right? to me? He's got like a new hairstyle, new yeah, marks on his body. Like, what the fuck? Was I abducted by aliens? <laughs> Everyone's All been right. looking for him. No one knows where the fuck he's been. Yeah. Right. Well, speaking he's of got- aliens, let's start some improv, y'all. Okay. Yeah. Let's get it. Hey, uh, thanks for grabbing a beer with me, man. I just, I've had a really long day at work and I just really need to chill. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely happy to do it. So what's up? I don't know. Lately, when I'm looking at my life, you know, it just, the time that's passed by doesn't even feel like years it just feels like days at this point you know what I mean I do honestly I do time's a slippery thing and uh you know sometimes a year seems like a day and sometimes a day seems like a year like I've really been thinking about retirement engagement marriage children Mm. college Yeah. 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 Those are, those are big, big life questions. So yeah. Really going through like an existential thing here, huh? Yeah. I really Have am, a- man. I really am. 
if you could, you know, give me any advice, you know, you're one of my more well-adjusted friends, to be honest, you know, shout out to you, you know, you're, you're doing good with your mental health. So, you know, if you could let me know what I should do. Uh, well, let's get one thing straight. We're not retiring. That's not going to happen for any of us. We're going to work till we die. No doubt. Um, just fight economically speaking, um, you know, the working class really has no chance to retire. So unless you reach some strata of wealth where like, you know, you kind of have oh you know, my god, that kind of money, that's, that's no out the window. Idea how real this is for me right now. And, oh my and, God, my and, heart uh, racing. Oh, oh my God, what am I going to do? Like for real, the whole world is brought by money and I have so little. Oh my God. Kids out the window. <laughs> no. We see this guy uh, comforting a crying child on a <laughs> slide. Hey, what, what's wrong, little oh, buddy? Oh, I just, I think I got a slide burn. Is my butt going to fall off? Well, um, you know, your butt's probably not going to fall off, but uh, life is uh, kind of, inter- it's just a, a series of interminable pain. What? Hi, yeah. hey, this is yeah. a public park. Why do you guys got beers here? <laughs> These kids are here. I, I was just look, man. I look, man. Hey, hey, look, look. I'll tell you why I have a beer here. I'll tell you why. It's because life is shit, and we're all gonna go to. We're all. Guess what? We're all gonna be dead and gone, and buried deep in the earth. Hey, hey, hey. Wait, why are you talking to my kid? Talking about his butt and drinking beer around him. What is this? Sorry. Hey, look, man. I, I really apologize. Your kid was hurt on the slide. I just kind of. I was trying to come over and comfort him. I'm sorry. It didn't work. It did not work. Now I don't know what what the meaning of life is, and I fear I will never find out. Well, I think we should get you to the hospital to get your ass reattached. What? Cut to his daughter graduating from college. Dad, I just want to thank you for all of your help over all of these years. They've meant so much to me. I don't know what I'd do without you. I'm so, I'm so proud of you, sweetheart. You did such an amazing job uh, these last four years. And I got to tell you, you know, I just, I, I don't know. My heart's full. I, I... Well, um, do you want to take me out to dinner? You know, give me some great dad life advice about what I should do next. I mean, what's the point, you know, what's next? You're going to get a job, work for 40 years, maybe pop out a couple of kids and then you'll be dead and gone and never, never remembered by anybody. You'll be but a speck of dust. Dad, I just graduated today, today, like five minutes ago. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Let's go to, yeah, let's go to dinner. Where do you want to go? Chili's? No, 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 no. I want you to give me one piece of optimistic advice. Try your hardest. I know it's going to be difficult, but I need something from you, dad, please. It's my graduation day. Okay. Okay. I'm so sorry. You're right, honey. Um, Look, sometimes when you sit down in (laughs) the sun and you look up at the enormity of the world, Uh there's peace in the stillness and the recognition that Uh we are nothing. Dad! <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Blackout. <laughs> All right. Here's your uh, purebred terrier. 
uh, going back to Marie Windsor of the 1600s had this same lineage and that'll just be $14,000. Okay. Honey, this is the one you wanted to ride? Yep. Okay, yeah, he'll take it. All right, just a couple warnings. Um, you know, they are a very exclusive breed that was only bred with their own um, dog cousins to create the same mm. kind of face shape and aesthetics. And so you will run into some inevitable medical problems. Their hearts are 10 sizes too small. It's basically like the size of a peanut M&M in there. Like so they're the Grinch? Like the Grinch, yeah, but not as cute. It, it just means a shorter lifespan for them. You know what? Actually, I think that would be kind of cool. Honey, do you want a green one? I we like the we, Grinch. I like the Grinch, and I like that it's going to die quick. Yeah. yeah. So we, yeah. yeah, we we have a free service where we'll die your dog here. Um, oh, no, so no, no. Here. Die. 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 D-I-E quick. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. going to die quick. Probably, yeah. Another okay. worry, whatever, you should probably ace bandage their knees every day because they do tend to pop out and explode if they do any kind of light jumping or running. Hmm. Good, good. That's good. That's good. I, I hmm. will love a dog with no joints. Yeah, you were saying that last night at dinner. I said, oh, we I said honey, yeah. give me a jointless yeah. dog. We yeah, accidentally we made yes. a few. Yeah, we cut to these. Cool. We cut to these two guys. To this couple buying uh, a car. All right. So yes, I have this brand new cherry red 1968 Corvette. It's got your name written all over it. Beautiful cool. tires. It's got the factory rims. Gorgeous reupholstered leather. It's. I mean, it's just. It's got to be what you're looking for. How long will the tires last? <laughs> they'll last so. They'll last as long. The. Forever, forever. They're, they're, oh, oh, forever. Oh, that's not gonna work oh. for us. I'm sorry. I'm looking for a short-term tire. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Short-term, the better. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, maybe, maybe over here, I have this uh, 1998 Ford Windstar. You may be more interested in. Um, hmm. Got a lot of character. Got a few hmm. hundred thousand. We got a couple hundred thousand miles on it, but it still runs like a butte. New transmission. Uh, Reupholstered interior. Wait, a new transmission. Yeah, it runs like a butte. Runs like a butte. Abuse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This thing will run. This will last you 10, 20 years even. If you have kids, this would be a will great this, starter car. Will this get me to Idaho? It's very important that it will get you to Idaho. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we'll, will it get him to Idaho? Absolutely. That's too far. Oh, that's this too maybe far. Get yeah. Too far. Yeah. It's too far. 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 Too far. I want to get to Bakersville at most. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, yeah. I have. I have just the car for you. I have a 1977 El Camino. Mm -hmm. This thing's seen a lot of seen a lot of days. It's a it's a real piece of shit to be honest with you. I need to get it off my lot. Oh, is why that... the fuck would we? Why would we want a piece of shit? Because you just told me you didn't want all these two. I, I told you two durable cars. Wait, 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 wait. We don't. We didn't say we wanted a piece of shit car. We just want a short term yeah. car. Yeah. Okay. Okay, well, I have one that's been rigged by the mafia and it'll blow up when you turn the ignition. <laughs> that's perfect. That's perfect. Black out. Black out. <laughs> ring, ring, ring. Yeah. Ring, ring, ring. Yeah. Oh, hey. Oh, actually, I was trying to leave you a voicemail. Uh, 
yeah, I actually can't talk. I just like wanted to let you know something real quick. And I was just gonna, okay, so just, you know, just gonna leave a message on your answering machine, you know. So how are you, you? What? Huh? How are you doing? Oh, you called me. That's yeah. so nice to hear from you. Yeah, grandma. Yeah, I love talking to you. Look, grandma, I was- call me Giselle because I'm still young. Uh, okay, Grandma Giselle. Um, that's right. And you know what else is like Giselle for me? Remember when I tell you how my legs used to look when I was a teen, when I was teenager like you, long like a teen. Right, Grandma, this was really great. Um, you oh, know, I, I'll talk to you around Christmas. Okay. You wanna, I was thinking about a tuna recipe because you said that you are. You're turning into a desketarian. So I just was thinking about hey, it. Grandma, grandma, just real quick. Can you tell me what, what 1990, 1925 was like? Oh, it was the year I just, I first went up to the top floor of my building and had my first suicidal ideation. I was 10 years old in the stock market had crashed and I lost all my Coca-Cola stocks because an old man at the zoo bet me to sell it. And I said, okay. All right, Grandma. Giselle, Giselle, who's on the phone, Giselle? Sweetie, go back. Who is that? You don't live with anybody. Who is that? Oh, that's my friend, Jonathan. Uh, I sell ice cream. Jonathan sells ice cream. And wouldn't you know, it's the only thing that makes my throat feel better after nothing. Giselle, Giselle, are you coming to bed? Grandma, who is that? That's my other buddy, Larry. Grandma, grandma, you know, like- I sell soap. When you what? get older, sometimes when you get older, your mind could go. Are you sure you're not letting strangers into your house or something? These are your Listen, actual- you little bitch. My mind's what? all here. My <gasps> mind's all here. I even memorized a, a tuna recipe for you. So if I want to get pounded on the weekends by these oh, randos, grandma, I'm going to do oh it. Oh my gosh. I'm not going to call you until New Year's. This is a phone call. All I well, want to do- was Listen, leave you a voicemail and tell you I'm one, sorry that Doris passed away. That's all I wanted to do. One fourth cup mayonnaise. Twelve pick. Doris passed away. A god. <laughs> Grandma. Grandma. What? Yes, Doris passed away. Your sister passed away. Oh, no. She was such a pain in the ass. She was with me the day I sold all my Coca-Cola stock. I could have been a billionaire, you little bitch. Listen, one fourth. Please don't come to the funeral. All right. It's limited because of COVID anyway. Giselle, Giselle. Did I just hear that Doris died? Doris is dead. Isn't that sad? Oh, Jonathan, no. Doris, who is that? I'm That's the ice cream buddy. man. He's like, I'll give me ice cream and we do sex, sexual stuff together afterwards or during, depending oh, on how we right, feel. Oh, Grandma. Okay, I got to get off yes. the phone now. I cannot listen to any more of your sex life for the love of God. Okay, okay, no more sex stuff, no more sex stuff. Where's the food? The recipe is... One cup mayonnaise, American man. I'm not gonna make it, Grandma. It's not well, happening. Pickles, 
But you got to pickle them yourself, sweetheart. Otherwise, you know, everybody knows that you're just a lazy little bitch if you don't make them by yourself. You know who made a great Salisbury steak? Doris. Doris is Doris. dead now. Oh. It's All sad. Right. Well, next time I'll just text you. Oh, God, please don't do that, sweetheart. I already have the text to the full size. Just the A takes up half the screen, and I still can't see it for, for Dickens, really, sweetheart. Please don't do that. It's basically elder. Okay, well, that, that sounds perfect then. All right. See you next family reunion. Okay. And then just add the tuna. Okay. Do you know the Salisbury steak recipe? No, I don't. Oh, it's know. one Salisbury steak. Are you making Salisbury steak? I'll have one. I can't make only my sister made it. I don't know the recipe. We're pounding the wrong one. Damn it. Blackout. <laughs> hey, I'm Darren. Uh, you can follow me on IG at Darren 2 Davidson. Hey, I'm Daniel Kuna, and you can follow me at Daniel Kuna 1111. Hi, I'm Sabrina Christine Johnson. You can find me on Instagram at Sabrina Christine Johnson, on YouTube at Sabrina Christine Johnson, and TikTok, Sabrina Christine J. I'm Scott Moore, and you can find me on Instagram at Scott Moore 89. Wait, Daniel, did you put 1111? Because those are like lucky numbers. Yep. Oh my God. Uh, I can't believe I've never asked you that. You've had that name for so long. I just. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, nobody really realizes it very often. Yeah. I thought more people would realize it. Hmm. I saw 11-11 twice today, so. We all just pretend like we know. We just have stones in our houses. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> stones in our houses? What? That's right. <laughs> y'all are crazy. All right, you guys. All right, well, I think, all right guys. I think we're um, all going to be together, and I have a guest, so. Next week? Yes, next hey. week. I think we're cool. all together. Cool. All Maybe. right, guys. Have a good night. Right. Good night, guys. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.